my god. god. <laughs> I think I first we should offer ages. an apology to all of our um, loyal, loyal, loyal fans. Loyal. We're so sorry that we took a summer break without announcing it to any of you. Um, <laughs> we Surprise, just had a wild, <laughs> a wild couple of weeks and um, we took a little summer break, but now we're back. Better than it ever. It has been some wild weeks, hasn't it? <laughs> I say better than ever, but um, I'm sick right now. I got well, the at least cold. you sound better. <laughs> Kate has the plague that is um, every what did you young say? person you have seems the gay to have cold? right now. It's called the gay cold from Pride. <laughs> oh. Yeah, a lot of people. I'm have... kidding. Cam doesn't Actually, think it's everyone, funny. <laughs> everyone up north has the gay cold too. And let me tell everyone you, they are the not cold. gay. Everyone, title of app. <laughs> Everyone has Everyone, the oh no. oh no! <laughs> even the Trumpsters up north. <clears throat> no, but I've missed you guys. Even though I just saw Cam for like a whole week almost. And I yeah, miss you I've been guys missing too. you guys too. Even though Kate. I just saw Maggie for a whole week but too. But I saw even. Cam. Cam, why are you splitting us apart? Oh, you I'm trying to separate us to yourselves. I know. This podcast is falling apart. It's going to be the next frenemies if we're not oh, careful. No. Oh, no. We'll I'm ready to cancel frenemies. you all on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> um, Cam, I went and visited Cam in New York City. In New York City. The city of dreams that never sleeps. The city of lights. And well, they were there. I was in Houston, Texas, baby. Houston. 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 Houston is the street in New York. It was my first time in Texas. It was very fun. Did you wear cowboy boots? And I saw Travis Scott's house. Oh, (laughs) did you pay to see it? No, we just walked by it. Was it beautiful? We didn't know it was his, and then apparently he just bought it. Oh, that's exciting. Is he he the one that's with uh, Stormy? Kylie? Kylie? Yeah, he's Stormy's dad. He's Daddy Stormy. (laughs) Daddy Stormy. Um, Kate, should we talk about what we did in New York? Yeah, Maggie, is that okay with you? Of course. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so Cam and I and other friends um, yeah, various, are now my friends, friends, went to go see Game Show Live yeah, baby. with Matt Rogers and something Mazzoni. Dave. What's his name? Dave, Dave Mazzoni, who... Seems straight. He dresses straight. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a sports bro to me. Yeah, but he no, was a little. It's sporty. called Game Show G A Y M E, and mm-hmm. it, it was popular from Quibi of Quibi fame. <laughs> yeah, Game Show, and now they're bringing it back live. And we sat up front. I thought it started as a live show. Yeah, it did, and then Quibi oh, really? kind of they sold it to Quibi, and now Quibi it's and on the Quibi Roku died. channel, which I don't really know. R I P Roku. R I P that Quibi. um but we saw him and we we sat up front and we got his attention we got his attention how'd you get such good seats i think nobody just wanted to sit up front oh it was general admission yeah Yeah. it was also off to the side so we we could see everything though but yeah it was really and he came up and they they like had people on stage that were like the entertainment that were the main ones answering questions, but then they would ask like the crowd what they thought. And so he like came up to me and put the mic in my face. Yeah. And asked us one thing and I made a survivor reference and he was like, I love this person right here. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> I had never been so excited. And then we talked to him after and I was like, You got me into Survivor and he was like, Oh my gosh, I love that and he's so cute. He's so handsome. Yeah, he's very handsome. Wait, did you guys why, why didn't you guys post that picture with him? Oh, I don't know why. I might. I might still you do should. it. I really want to because he's so handsome in it. He's so <laughs> handsome. I look terrible. But, um... <laughs> Kate didn't even say, no, 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 no you don't look terrible. No, I'm sorry. Just I was kidding. thinking about the it's jarring okay. experience I had on the way home from that. <laughs> Can oh, I yeah. share that story? Yes, please. So, we went with Kim's boyfriend. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. No, you, you are allowed. Okay. Okay. We, oh, that's right. That's right. I didn't remember if we ended up taking it out or not. No, um, it's in. So... So we went with his boyfriend, Jacob, which is also my boyfriend's name. You can call it's him Jakey Robbie. <laughs> but Jacob's, my Jacob's Jakey's. 
No, he's Jakey Robbie. Okay, Jakey <laughs> Robbie and Jakey Kluge. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like that. Jakey Kluge. Jakey Kluge. Well, I can't wait to we say went. Kate's Jacob and Cam's Jacob. That's fine. Okay, fine. So we went with Jakey Robbie, and there was an extra ticket. And so, like, a friend of a friend of a friend of Jacob's, or just like some random connection, ended up taking yeah. it, and he, like, sat with us. And he was really nice, and I was, like, talking to him because he didn't know anyone there. And I hope he listens. Uh, there's but, a 0% um, chance he listens. I honestly don't remember his name. Do you remember his name? Yeah, Andrew. Oh, you're a better um, friend than I. <laughs> well, clearly, because he felt open with me. Yeah. And here's how. And so <laughs> on the way home, we took the subway, and he ended up, like, going the same direction as us. So we rode the subway with us, and, like, Jacob and Cameron sat across, um, just, like, sitting next to each other talking. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to sit next to this guy and talk to him, obviously. And, like, you know, it's not going to be silent. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking, and he was like <clears> – <throat> He is, like, visiting New York, but he lives in the Bay Area, and he's going to start going to Berkeley in the fall for grad school. And he was, like, saying that his goal before he leaves New York is to run into Timothy Chalamet. And I jokingly was like, oh, are you sure you don't want to run into Army Hammer? Army Hammer of cannibal fame. Yes. Famed cannibal. cannibal. Um, Famed cannibal. Famed cannibal. Up there with Hannibal Lecter, he he was like that. He started. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I made this oh, joke about Army Hammer, and he starts crying, and I was like, "What?" I like didn't think he was serious because it was so weird, and he was like, "That was really hard for me." He was like. It was, I was a huge Army Hammer fan. Like, that was really hard for me to come to terms with this cancellation. And, like, you know, ultimately, like, I read up on it and ultimately had to decide to cancel him. But it was just, like, really taxing on me emotionally. And I was like, does this guy know Army Hammer personally? But I still was having a hard time. (laughs) I was still having a hard time, like, processing that this was really happening. And so I was, like, trying to take, like, a, a... like a light for like I was just trying to be light about it yeah because I was like what is going on and I was like oh I, f- I know how you feel man I felt that <laughs> when Trisha Paytas was canceled and he was like crying and he was like I, I don't know who Trisha Paytas is and I was like oh well like she's a YouTuber um she was canceled for like I don't know. She like sometimes dresses as like an Egyptian and she's not. And she just has said some problematic things. Like, I don't know. She's been canceled a few times. He was like, it sounds like she deserved it. And I was like, yeah, so did Army Hammer. He's a cannibal. (laughs) And this guy is crying to me on the subway about Army Hammer. It was so weird. That is really strange. Yeah, That's and then my he New tried York to like story. follow us home, and I was like, "No, we're just gonna go to bed," which we didn't end up going. Which to bed. we did. Well, Wait, we, we didn't, didn't do anything. Oh no, we were gonna go out. We but tried then we to. didn't because we were tired. Yeah, and Pride in New York is Sophie crazy. And Sophie came over. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was. V- the lines were so long, no matter where you went. Yeah, but we had good food. We did some shopping. We went to a museum. We went to the what MoMA. Museum? Oh, the MoMA class. Of course. You know what? Some of it is so good, and some of it is so bad. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and that's art for you. I know, but like, <laughs> Maggie, you know I have that sign that says, like, modern art equals I could have done that yeah. plus yeah, but you didn't. Right. Like, okay, true. But, like, literally there was a bed on display it was just simply a bed like there was nothing special about it and there was like a oh shopping cart that had like heard a of dadaism of no oh <laughs> what Maggie is it studied art guys like ready-mades um what's his nuts uh. with a urinal i forgot his name I don't know him. Maggie it reminded, went to art school. <laughs> it reminded me all of um, that episode of Fleabag where Olivia Coleman is doing her art presentation. And then she's, oh. her, she ends up presenting just like a stand with nothing on it because it represents like the woman disappeared or something like right. that. Yes, because she because Fleabag stole her art. Yeah. Cam and I watched that and we started watching season two. And on the first episode where it's like the entire episode is that dinner scene and it's so good where she has that like she has that she has purse a fur that's clutch. made out of fur mm-hmm. and she was like 
Okay, so we started watching this episode, and for context, my dad accidentally <laughs> hit and killed a dog. Right. <laughs> on our street. Okay, the car had come to a stop. My dad's car had come to a stop. The dog, the owners let it off its leash, and it wasn't supposed to be, and it ran right under the car, even though my dad stopped the car, and it, they still ended up having to put it down. It was very traumatic for me. I had been crying the entire day leading up going to New York. Every time I thought about it, I would start crying, and I was crying about it that night to Cam in bed, and then we started watching this episode of Fleabag, and she holds up. This this clutch that's made out of fur. And she goes, someone compliments her. She goes, oh, thanks. It had a stroke. Mm. <laughs> it frowns. And we're like cracking up at it. And then we, he looks over at me and I just start crying. Because I was thinking about the dog again. And he was like, I knew that was going to set you off. <laughs> oh, just, uh, you know, just girly things. <laughs> just flea bag things. Ugh. Well, yeah, that was, we had a really good time, though. I spent way too much money. I bought myself a Lego set that I've been wanting, but it was really fun. Just Lego girls. Oh, so it's just a Lego girl with a rewards account. Lego girl, as Shania Twain said. <laughs> what? Oh, let's go, girl. Uh, Lego girl. That's funny. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to come in for a fun fall adventure because I've always wanted to go to New York in the fall. Yeah, and you should so come. Me too. Kate, you should come again, and we should all be there having fun. And we can just be the, fall being girls. The leaves, and we can be like fall. when Harry met Sally. Yes. Wear big, big sweaters. Turtlenecks. Turtles. Turtles and necks. And you know what? Cam's pull-out couch is really comfortable, so. It really is. You didn't sleep in bed with him? Oh, Jacob. No, she Ollie. did. Some of I did. Nights. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway... And then Maggie and I just spent our 4th of July weekends together up up in northern Michigan. Up in the Upper Peninsula. It's this magical land Loopers. where nobody mm-hmm. lives. And um, we had a lot of fun. And we were just on the water. And um, Maggie and I were just um, jazzed to see each other. And I feel like we couldn't even leave each other's side. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's and so what did we do? You. What did we say at the same time? And then we're like, we're back. Oh, um, oh. So you go, bitch, Corvette, Corvette. <laughs> we both say Corvette. And then Maggie goes, we're back. <laughs> oh, no. We're back, baby. We did that for so long at one point. Um, yeah. So um, we did discover so, up north that we have something that we both really love. Well, oh, I actually, so this is how it happened. <laughs> I was listening to one of my usual podcasts because, you know, I love my pods. And one of them Freedom? had a, no, it was Doughboys because they got, uh, and that's the fast food one, and they got the, okay, they got the BTS meal, and they were talking about, so I. all about BTS, it was, they were talking about their songs, or like how they started, all this stuff, and I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting me, and all I wanted to do was like, learn who each one was, so I could be like, informed and know who was who, and I just kind of wanted to pick a favorite, and so I started yeah. watching a few videos, and then I'm like, wait, I love this. <laughs> Because, now, I don't particularly love the... I don't think the music's anything special. I do think Butter is really good. <laughs> but, um... And I haven't, I haven't really listened to a lot of their songs at all. I basically only know the um, ones in English. Um, yeah. But they're such good dancers. It's so fun to watch. And I'm obsessed with their, like, style. Because they just wear things that, like, American boy bands or European boy bands wouldn't wear, I feel like. You they're know? so stylish, yeah. Yeah. They um, are. I will give them that. So Maggie and I have been loving BTS. We we watched a lot of videos of them dancing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And my favorite's Jean and your favorite's Jungkook. Jungkook. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've always like dabbled in, uh, not always, but I guess in the past like six months or so, I've kept up to date with K-pop. Working at BuzzFeed has taught me a lot about K-pop because a lot of my coworkers are very passionate about it. And I basically only know about BTS and Blackpink, which are the two biggest groups specifically in America. But, um... Yes, I've just loved learning all about BTS. And um, one of the exciting things that Maggie informed me about is, I don't know if, Kate, were you ever a One Direction fan? No. 
Well, have you ever heard about the um, Larry, the Lou and Harry? Um, yes, 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 of stand. course. The Larrys so came for me because my, remember I had that one semi-viral TikTok about Harry and oh. Taylor Swift, oh, and they were yeah? like, "No, this song is clearly a Larry situation, <laughs> and you're just a Larry denier." And all the Larry stands came for me, as they should. Well, Maggie informed me that there's a lot of um, that in BTS. That there's a lot of mm-hmm. um, like crossover relationship stands. So that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really speculate about. Oh, I would love it if they all just were just you know. They were all together. like coupled up. <laughs> yeah, except there's seven of them, so I don't really know how. They're oh, Sugar. Leave Sugar out. Leave Sugar out. <laughs> Why do you guys hate him? The he's stands. Boring. He's boring. He's boring. The stands can't come. Don't for come us. at the me, Sugar army. Stands. Don't come at me, army. <laughs> we are army. Don't come for us. Oh, you're right. You're right. We are army. <laughs> Even though I don't know any of their songs. Except That's butter. military appropriation, but okay. We are BTS ARMY. We love BTS. I'm kidding. I said we're going to have ARMY versus NAVY. Rihanna stands versus... The Rihanna stands are kind of dead. The Rihanna stands all died. They, I like, stand Fenty. Sh- yeah, Fenty but makeup, I wear it. Is she ever going to make anything ever again? <clears throat> besides you know makeup what? and... And clothes? makeup and Long those um, Fenty runway shows. Those are fun, but she needs to make a song. Um, one of my coworkers, we were talking about K-pop <laughs> stuff today, and she was like, "If you guys ever want to do like a non-K-pop fans watch K-pop video, a react to K-pop videos video, let's do it." And I go, "I'm That'd gonna be, be in that, except I'm a K-pop fan." <laughs> I'm not. I'll be in it. Well, you have to kind of work at Buzzfeed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you gotta get a job there. Well, since we've been off, it's been like a heavy culture month. We can't even call it um, a week because it's been more than one week. But there's been so much culture that has happened. Kate has this long list of everything. Um, Kate, do you have any favorite piece of culture that you want to talk about first? Um, Okay. Yes. Obviously, Taylor Swift. (gasps) (laughs) You know, before I am ARMY, I am a Swifty always. (laughs) always a Swifty. Um, so despite much speculation and quote-unquote Easter eggs, mm-hmm. mostly unfounded Easter eggs that were suggesting 1989 is going to be the next release, along with the idea that she was going to release based on popularity just because that makes more sense for like the streaming streaming of it all yeah, and the rights of it all, mm-hmm. um, she announced that Red... Taylor's version is actually going to be the next album coming out. It's coming out, what, November 19th, I think? Mm, yep, around there. <clears throat> That's a long In while. November. It's a long ways away. We got used to her dropping stuff quickly, and now we're going to have to wait for her to tease it out. I'm really hoping she's going to release a few little singles off of it. Me too. But she did announce there's going to be, what, 30 total songs? Yes. Including a 10-minute version of a certain song, and we're only left to speculate that that is it's the full-length version well. of All I Too I literally well. thought you were joking about that. <clears throat> no, she said no, in her thing, real. even a 10-minute song, and then the lore said that originally All Too Well was 10 minutes before she brought someone in to, like, consult and cut it down. That's so long. Is it going to have, like, a, like electric guitar solo halfway through? Apparently there's what is five it, Stairway verses. to Heaven? I don't know. And All Too Well already is like, almost... Is it like almost five minutes? It's over five minutes? It's very long. I want to know. so excited for I'm this. I'm in support of I, it. I like that song. <laughs> the only problem I have with this, I'm actually totally fine with Red coming out before 1989. I really am fine with anything coming out as long as it's not debut because I don't really care about debut. But um, the only problem I have with this is that it's so late into fall. And I think Red is probably her most fall album. And I mean, yeah, Red is that's fall. That's true. It's so late into fall. It'll almost be winter it by that time. It probably bleed a little bit into a wintry album, can it? Yeah. Not? Yeah, I agree. I think that too. I just don't really understand why she wouldn't really sit in October, say, per se. Maybe but she's going to prank you and just do it a month early. <laughs> I don't know. I read this whole Twitter thread um, by Nathan Hubbard, who is one of the co-hosts of the Every Single Album Taylor Swift podcast. And he's also a music industry exec. And it was about how Taylor's kind of setting a precedent Um now for herself because she had released three full albums in a really short period i think like eight or ten months which is really quick and she'd never done anything Mm -hmm. like that 
and how she was saying, basically, I'm not going to do these surprise drops anymore. I'm going to kind of get back to an, a regular album release cycle because from a business standpoint, that makes a lot more sense for her and what she's trying to do. So... Mm-hmm. And it was also about how she always has um, really lived in this world of having eras. So everything is an era for her. And she wants to kind of get back to doing eras again and not moving on so quickly from Folklore to Evermore to Fearless Taylor's version. So I think that makes a lot of sense, especially because she's such a savvy businesswoman. So I understand where she's coming from in that regard, if that is true. That was just speculation. But he knows a lot about the music industry. To be fair, though, at this point, she's just repeating eras. True. That is true, yeah. Um, and also the Evermore and Folklore era were the same, but they were releasing such quick succession that that's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> that is so, interesting. I was very shocked. I was so shocked that Red I was, was next. definitely shocked because everything had pointed to 1989. She had done, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't believe in a lot of these Easter eggs, but I think the biggest There were some incredible ones. Yeah, was that she had a drop on her website of new merch that was in the same style as 1989, very mm. obviously in the style of 1989. And I believe the collection was titled after a lyric from 1989. So it just made sense. But mm-hmm. I, um, I do understand how like the earlier albums are going to be easier to reproduce because they're more band focused and not as much electronic um, music. There is some of that on Red, but Red, Speak Now, and Fearless and Debut are all more band focused. So I'm so excited. I'm always excited for anything that she's going to do. I'm mostly excited for the all too well 10 minute version. And if she releases mm-hmm. Better Man, which is a song she wrote for Little Big Town, if she re- records it for her own self, I love that song. Mm-hmm. So I hope she does that. Me too. I know you're I'm a really Little excited. Big Town stan. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a Little Big Town stan, but I am a Taylor Swift stan. They actually, let me just say, one of my favorite songs is by Little Big Town. I do I'm love next a song. To you. Girl. Oh, I thought it was going to be Girl Crush. No. The, we already established that Harry's version is better. It is yeah, better. Totally. Um, so Maggie, that's happening, like a song and that's by super Little exciting. Big Town. Boondocks. Oh my gosh, I always forget that's them. I do love that song. Oh my gosh, that song is... We didn't play that at all this weekend. I know, I said that. I was so sad. That's like the song of, um... That's like... The The song song of... of, Yeah, and Ironwood, Michigan. Um... We'll go fishing in a crawfish hole. I can talk about some culture that is really... I wouldn't even call it sad. I think it's like viscerally upsetting culture. Um... Yes. And wait, can I just say, I'm sorry that I had no, um, opinion on... All that Taylor Swift stuff. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Red or what's going on. So you guys just have to keep me up to date. Yeah. And I'm excited for it, guys. I can't wait. And I, I, um, you like all too well. This is a more acoustic album, which I enjoy. And uh-huh. I do love All Too Well. All Too Well is a classic. Timeless. Um, so in, uh, upsetting news, Britney Spears had a, ah, yes, had a, um, hearing for mm-hmm. her conservatorship basically it was a trying to get the judge to overturn her conservatorship that her father jamie has over her um we learned a lot about her conservatorship um in the past couple of months because of the britney spears documentary that was released onto hulu and then a lot of different like writings and um you know social media type um posts about it and Basically, the entire transcript and um, audio recording of the of the testimony was released. Brittany, it was the first time she'd ever speci- like directly spoke to anyone in a legal format about it. And it was so incredibly shocking and upsetting. It's worse than like, I think any of us could have ever mm-hmm. imagined. She talked about yeah. how her um, father and the conservatorship made her get an IUD and she can't get it out even though she wants to have a baby um and it's just uh, i think that was one of the more shocking things for me can you guys remember the whole things the whole the whole thing about how the the lawyers her dad the her um psychologists and her medical people are all kind of in cahoots with each other and they're all kind of like they're all making it worse and worse for her and like it's so, it's just like this, like, I don't even know how to explain it. This, it's like a, it's like the it's Godfather. Like a movie. It's, yeah. Like yeah. A, it's like, it's like those like an movies evil where you're like people who are all ca- like keeping her captive. 
That's like the worst fear in is that you're like going to be convicted of a crime that you didn't commit and then mm-hmm. get stuck in jail or that you're going to be like committed somewhere and everyone's in on it and you can't get free but you're yeah. you know you're sane. Like there's so many movies mm-hmm. based on that plot and it's so terrifying and like I remember her saying that um, if she didn't comply with what they said or if she didn't want to go on tour or record mm-hmm. um then they would like load her up with these drugs. I forget. I want to say it's called helium, but I know it's not. Lithium. Valium. Lithium. 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 And it would make her feel drunk. And lithium and is like powerless. a super intense drug, and it's <clears throat> so like messes with you if you don't actually need it. So yeah. I mean, we see all these Instagram posts, which not to mention are she's basically forced to post anything she posts on Instagram. Yeah, she has a team. They have a team that approves everything yeah. she posts and, and forces so, her to come up with stuff. And we see yeah. her, and we all were like, she's kind of acting weird. Like, why is she being so wacky? Well, she's drugged up on these people who are, con- like, constantly watching her. Like, they they won't let her see her kids if she doesn't do take these drugs and all this stuff. So it's just a really vicious cycle. And I'm sure and they're making her play a really character evil. too, because you yeah. watch her, you watch her Instagram videos or any promotional things she's done, and she mm-hmm. seems like a completely different person than the person that yeah. she they want- was in the testimony. I think her they want to make alone. her seem kind of kooky and they like do, off. Yeah. And another thing is like I realized that that she posts on her Instagram kind of condemning that documentary. She's like she didn't like it, all this stuff, and they probably made her post that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She like didn't want people because, talking about her. Because the documentary had it right in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then her sister Jamie Lynn of Zoe 101 fame came out and said that like she felt so sorry for her and that, you know, like, whatever. Like, basically trying to feign innocence. Mm-hmm. But if she was innocent, like, Brittany sp- specifically said her entire family was part of this. She didn't right. say, like, except for Jamie she Lynn. And, in fact, Jamie Lynn was put in charge of one of her funds right. that goes to her children, her sons. And she was trying to, like, reroute it to go to Jamie Lynn herself. Like, she was trying to put it towards herself and take it away from right. her son. from. Britney's sons like the entire family's in on it everyone's in on it and I don't understand why the judge like dismissed it or whatever or denied yeah it's really messed up I yeah that doesn't make any sense to me how that was such an intense testimony from the actual victim mm-hmm. herself and I don't understand I don't get it maybe I have to learn more about the law I know I need to ask it doesn't Jacob. seem like it doesn't seem like it shouldn't be able to happen but then again that's a lot of things in in the law yeah can you talk about wendy williams i I don't even remember what was said Uh, okay so basically okay go ahead maggie no maggie go ahead well um so i would just like to say we all agree with um wendy williams sentiment when it comes to britney's parents Mm -hmm. so if you didn't see on her show she was talking about them and how she was disgusted in them and she goes, Mr. Spears, you had us fooled. You too, Mrs. Spears. Kill them all. No, she said no, death she didn't. to all of them. Oh, oh, death. <laughs> Wait, really? She said shame on you. Death to all of them. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I've been Close quoting up. it wrong all this time. Yeah, Remember Maggie and I have been saying kill them all. <laughs> kill them all. No, death, death to all of them. All and of then them. her audience. To all of them. Her audience was like, oh, they were like, just like freaked out that she said that. And she was like, oh, too far. <laughs> but I agree. I agree. But with honestly, Wendy. kill them. Um, oh, my gosh. Maggie, you're going to get arrested for saying that. Or just death to all of them. It's fine. Right. Yeah, death to all of them. Yeah, she wasn't saying go kill them. She I was mean, saying death to all of them. She hopes she dies. The death I mean, of their career, die. one could argue. Um, their career is based entirely on keeping her there. That's why. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so that's really sad and hopefully there will be some more momentum in that case. And I think they, um, some representatives and senators invited her to speak in front of Congress about her conservatorship. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. I don't know if she will actually do that, but I think that there are lawmakers that support her. Conservatorships are very uncommon in cases that don't involve like elderly people right. or people who are, have an actual um, like developmental disability. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so this is, it's crazy that they can say, you know, she's not there enough to make yeah, her own decisions I mean, in any capacity, yet also she's there enough to learn an entire show's, like, choreography and everything like that. And she's helping albums. them to, like, put on this entire show and, like, have a Vegas, uh, what's it called? Residency. Residency. Like, I just don't get how still, they are getting away with it. She could still, like, have some mental health issues without having to have her life owned by somebody else. Like, exactly. there are so many people out there who can, like, she might need a little extra help in some areas, but she doesn't need to be, like, controlled. under constant watch and controlled like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Even if she does have issues. Free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney and honestly, free Gypsy Rose, but that's another conversation. <laughs> She'll be out soon. I'm Kate's be been keeping tabs. <laughs> um, okay, and then another thing that just happened is paparazzi pictures were released mm. of Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde on a yacht together in Italy. And Harry, <laughs> he looks so good. So he good. He does look good. And I'm seeing these TikToks that are like, great, so Harry Styles 3 is going to be about a mom with two kids, and we're going to have to try and relate to that and listen to Harry sing about that. Yeah. That was all I had to say about that, but he looks so good. Kate is very anti that their relationship. I can't say I really have any strong opinions about them as a couple, other than I... I don't know. Sometimes you, I didn't don't you really like the, um, the age gap. Olivia and her yeah, like, ex? Well, I just like Jason, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis a lot, probably more than Olivia Wilde. Jason like Sudeikis him. is the one in Ted Lasso, right? I need to yes. watch that. Yes. Me too. Yeah, me too. I heard it's so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand why did Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis break up? Did anyone know? Lost the flame. Maybe she Who's just spark? wanted to get with a young hottie like Harry. And she used to always say that they had the wildest sex. Really? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, they were always talking about their sex life. I wonder... I guess it went downhill. I wonder if this is, like, another... Well, not to the extent because Harry's of age, but, like, Sam Taylor Johnson and Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm. She was his director, and he was, like, 17. Yeah, that one's... This one's legal and, like, acceptable, but... Yeah, but not. this one It just reminds me that because... Sexual. No, I know. So deserving. But I'm saying, like, the power dynamics of him, her being his director. Yeah. I don't know. I understand that. I don't know. But whatever. Happy for them, I guess, on a yacht in Italy. Mm -hmm. Can't relate. (laughs) Um, And then, let's see. Meghan McCain is leaving The View. (laughs) No! And, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie just blew out the mic. I'm and they tapped me to be the new conservative on the show. <laughs> <laughs> they tapped me. They um, said, we need a new punching bag, Kate. Are you in? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just sad because we won't get any great Megan Whoopi interactions anymore. Or Megan's I'm crazy so sick hairstyles. Of, I'm sick of see- having to watch Whoopi have to go through this every two <laughs> So... You know, I, she'll get. She'll it get seems like it was coming. She was complaining about her treatment a lot recently. So, so long, Megan. Well, so they're going to have to get man, another conservative. Megan. That's what keeps the viewings up. Yeah. So long, Megan. Sorry we can't you see you being a dingbat anymore. <laughs> Love your dad, Megan. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. John McCain. Should we talk a little bit about the things that we've watched recently? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll start with something that I watched. I don't think either of you saw In the Heights, right? Not yet. Nope. Washington Heights. Washington Heights. Shaking your ass. Let me listen to my city. (laughs) I want to listen to my city. TikTok has really been popping off with the TikTok or the In the Heights sounds, but... I saw Don't in make theaters. me laugh, you've been doing a night and me shaking your ass over the half of the heights. Real nice. Vanessa. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Vanessa. It, just sounds, it sounds so comical. I've only heard the snippets from TikTok, but it sounds <laughs> kind of like a joke. Am I wrong? Yeah. 
It was written for the movie. It wasn't in the musical, that song. So, oh, really? Yeah, because there was... Um, I don't actually. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that was written. Have for you the movie. seen the? Have you seen the say the stage production? Yeah, did you I see have. it when Michigan put it on? Yep. Um, I thought it was very entertaining. I love a musical, and I thought of like eighty percent of it was like really good, like actually good, like prestige critic, like crit- critics probably would have liked it. Whatever you want to call it, it was entertaining, but it also was like well done and it was thoughtful. There just was, like, 20% of it. Anything Lynn was in, any single time that Lynn was on stage felt like it was a joke. Like, it wasn't, like, winking. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. Like, I think that was the whole thing. I was, like, they were trying to make it, like, oh, look, Lynn. But everyone, like, groaned mm-hmm. in the theater when Lynn came on yeah. stage or <laughs> right. on screen. Um, he casts himself. That's what he does best. So that was really uh, upsetting, to say the least. And then um, there were a couple scenes that just, like, didn't really fit the flow. There was this one scene where they were, like, dancing up and down a building, and it looked really fake. And there was this whole, like, New York Times piece about how, like, they had to go through so much to actually film that scene, and it honestly looked terrible. Um, oh, no. But, it's like Inception. Yeah. I thought the movie was really good. There were there was um, some backlash against the movie for not casting enough Afro-Latino Colorism. people in yes. the main roles or the main characters there's quite a few it's like an ensemble cast for sure but um lynn responded pretty thoughtfully to it i thought there were some people that did not respond thoughtfully to it um and i totally see where um there are like where the argument is coming from there really was only Mm -hmm. one person out of a pretty big ensemble cast so um but i thought the movie was like deserving of the praise it was getting and i would recommend it it's on hbo max for like three more days if anyone wants to watch it Oh, Everyone yeah, was making the joke that they, like, didn't have very thick accents until they said Washington Heights. Yeah. yeah. And so the joke is like, hey, will I see you tomorrow in Washington Heights? <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly how they did it. Um, and also, um, Anthony Ramos is the most beautiful person maybe ever. Yes. He's very good in In Treatments with Uzo Aduba. On oh, he's in that? Ah. Yes. He's in it know. as one of my clients. I saw a clip of him. One of the yeah patients or whatever. He's it's so very beautiful, good. and he's really talented. Like I would watch him do anything. <laughs> oh yeah, same. And he's, he's really good um, at your sister's, your brother, your <laughs> boyfriend's sister's church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the pastors of the church were at the um, red carpet premiere with him. Oh wow! Oh wow! He invited them. Isn't that cute? That's cute. Um, That's fun. So. When I was in D.C. after going to New York, Jacob and I went and saw A Quiet Place 2 because we loved the first one. Um, second one sucked. Really? It was really? so bad. I thought it got bad. good reviews. Okay, here's the problem. You know what? I was so excited to see it because I love Killian Murphy. Okay, he's the best part of it. Okay, good. But let me just, I'm not going to say this. None of this is a spoiler. It's just a review, okay? Okay. No spoilers, so so keep listening. No spoilers. Okay. The movie, Quiet Place 2, this is my Letterboxd review. Okay. Quiet Place 2 feels like an extended version of Quiet Place 1 rather than a sequel with its own plot. It's literally just a continuation there's no different plot. It's just them fending off the monsters. It's not like, where did they come from? How can we stop them as a whole? Mm. It's not like a new storyline or anything. It's literally just like the next day and they keep going. And then it ends so abruptly and so randomly that like blink and you'll miss it. Jacob and I were like, wait, what? That's the end? Like it literally felt like the climax of the movie and it was just the end. Are they par- Are they going to do a Quiet Place Part 3? Do we know? <sighs> Probably, but I'm just saying, like, the second one added nothing to the discourse. Mm. Added absolutely nothing. And it was so discouraging. That's sad. That sucks. I mean, the reviews that I read on Letterboxd were pretty much the same. as like, there's no new plot. There's nothing that's, Mm. like, giving you anything extra that you didn't already get from the first one. It just feels like an extended version. Which was really disappointing, but is his name Cillian or Killian? Killian. Killian Murphy is really good in it. Um, And I mean, like, the whole cast is good, obviously, but just storyline one. Who is Killian Murphy? He plays, he's in what? Peaky Blinders. (laughs) That's a. He looks like that. 
He's in Peaky Blinders. He's Scarecrow yeah, in Batman he's Begins. In Batman. He's in all of Christopher Nolan movies, yeah. pretty much. Okay. Who, what character is he in A Quiet Place? He's, he's a new character. He wasn't in the yeah. last oh, movie. Oh, because I was like, isn't isn't it just four characters? It's the two kids and Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Yeah. Yeah, and they have a he's baby. He's in Dunkirk. He's in Inception. Noah Jupe is in it, right? Yeah, yep. he's really good he's in, in it. And so was the daughter. Noah Jupe. I love little Noah He's Jupe. darling. He's darling. He is quite um, darling. Well, but, that's unfortunate um, to hear. I mean, it was still, like, entertaining to watch, but it just, like, didn't really give me anything, mm. you know? That's I feel sad. That. I still may have to see it, though. Yeah, I would still recommend it, but I my expectations were so high because of how good the first one was. Yeah. But that's okay. I still love John Krasinski. I hope he continues directing. Yeah. Um, mm. And then another thing that Jacob and I watched was Bo Burnham's Inside, his mm. Netflix special. I haven't seen um, it Maggie, I think you would really like I've it. I've been hearing that I'm Jeff sure Bezos song all over TikTok. Yeah. I'm sh- Jeffrey Bezos. I've been hearing, don't be scared, don't be shy, yeah. come on in, the water's fine. You said yeah. the <laughs> It's really good. The first half is like funny and poignant as all uh-huh. of his stuff is um kind of like he does a whole song on like white woman's instagram and right like, yeah. some like basic posts and stuff like that mm-hmm. he does um i forget like exactly what the songs were but the beginning was like a little the thing is like it really does re- reflect your like mental right. health going through the right. pandemic and being stuck That's inside because saying. the beginning is like oh haha like yeah we're stuck inside like this is funny this is entertaining whatever and Mm -hmm. then it gets really dark and it like is truly Mm -hmm. reflecting his mental state during Mm -hmm. it and it's like about mental health and suicide and depression and all this stuff and just like being alone and feeling so like helpless during this Mm -hmm. time and it's like hard to watch but that's the point i guess yeah um, and that's why I few, haven't watched it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like kind of scared. So many people are saying like it is like an emotional roller coaster. I'm yeah, like, I don't think I'm. I don't think I can do that at the moment. But it's so good and like very well thought out. And each song is just like I don't know, just very. And he did it all himself and timely and yeah, and he did it all himself. And it was really interesting to like because he. In- included clips of him like figuring out how to like light stuff and right. do the audio and everything and it was really creative um but the thing that he's like known for is like he will set you up and be like oh i didn't mean to do that and he's like yes of course i meant to do that this is like mm-hmm. a show and that's like kind of the joke is like in one of his stand-up things he like drops something and then picks it back up and he is like oh this is going great and then like something automated was like he meant to do that this is a show what did you think and then like there are a few cases of like him dropping something and then it cuts to the next scene perfectly and inside Mm -hmm. and so that also makes me wonder of like how much of the emotion I'm sure he was really feeling the emotions that he was expressing but also like on film you're kind of watching it and you're like is he acting right now or is he like truly catching himself in the moment on film which I don't know the answer right. to that, but it was very good, and I highly recommend it if you're in the right mental space. Very cool. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that, but also I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. Well, we can... watched it in two days. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? How long is it? I think it's like an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes. Okay. Um. So I think, did we all watch Luca? I did. I have not, but I've heard I the TikTok it. audio. I watched it. Well, it is a delight. Yeah. Just let me tell you. Um, so obviously it's about like little fish boys, the better <laughs> version of Shape of Water. I didn't. I think know you that. could say it's um, oh, really? Shape of Water meets Call Me by Your Name for children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, there's like people have been saying, oh, it's just like call me by your name there's no direct like gay storyline because they are children, children yes. there doesn't need to be a romance in a children's thing but it yeah. is very reminiscent there's like a lot of parallels and a lot of i think they're definitely like drawing a little from that because the titular luca i feel like looks a lot like timothy chalamet in that um and call me by your name. and they're in um, italy during the summer right? yep they're in italy during the summer exactly so it's just such a heartwarming movie, I feel like. So easy to watch. Um, 
yeah, it's just very enjoyable. I, I have no complaints at all. But what are they humans they on water? They're like mermaids. They, they're uh, when they're in the water, they're fishies, and then when they're on land, they're humans. And so it's kind of about it's kind of about like like they're. Like, the whole town wants to kill the sea mon- They're like sea monsters, and the whole town wants to kill them. They don't really know that they exist, but there's, like, legends about them, and they want to kill them. And- but they're just like them, really. They're really just like them, and- but they're living in the water. And then you learn that everyone is the same. <laughs> Everyone's the same inside. But it's so cute. Um, It has Jacob Tremblay as one of the main boys, and then the other one is Jack Dylan Grazer, who was in- I think it. He's been in a lot now. He's kind of, he's kind of become pretty big, as of recently. Let's um, look it up. Jack. Jack. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He's in um, Shazam. Right, right, right. He's yeah, he's so, really good. Yeah. He had a really like fun. I think he did really good in um as a voice actor in this. Um, but he's kind of in that generation of um. Stranger Things actors, the, the kids um, from that, I think um, <clears throat> they're all in that kind of, that group. But he's not but, yeah. actually one of the Stranger Kids. No, but he was in um, It, which I think Finn Wolfhard is also in or somebody, right? Somebody from, yeah. 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 In There's it. two kids from um, Stranger Things that are in It. Who else? I think. No, I think there's just one. There's Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard. I'm sorry, I can't contribute yeah. to this. I have not seen it or Stranger Things. <laughs> oh. It's oh, just, maybe I'm it's wrong. It's just Finn Wolfhard. I thought, um... I thought this Jaden Martell guy was in... Jaden? No, he's oh, in Oh, he's in Knives Out. <laughs> well, a great thing to come... Yeah. Um, a great thing to come from... Luca has been the sound of them going Silencio Bruno and then um the, yeah. a part of Chiquitita Bruno. by Abba starts playing on TikTok. Have you heard that Kate? Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, I don't really like that sound, I'll be honest. It kind of rubs me the wrong way. Oh, I yeah. like it. Oh my and god. also have you heard that sound on TikTok that's like, Hello dog, hello. hello. <laughs> Here comes the boy. Yeah. Hello, boy. Yeah, that's Welcome. what it is. I, like I don't it. like that um, one. Well, I'm a huge ABBA fan for my entire life. Like, I didn't even really watch um, Mamma Mia. Oh, you're but I'm so an ABBA cool. Fan. Maggie, you're my, so cool. <laughs> thank you, guys. Um, but my mom would always play it. And so I love Chiquitita. Yeah. And so I think it just hits different for me. Is it that one? Chiquitita, tell me what's wrong. Yeah. I have never seen such sorrow. Sing it, Mags. It's really good. <clears throat> and um, then just another brief thing to touch on. Yes. Cam and I watched episode one of the iCarly re- reboot. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was not that good. It is just like watching iCarly. It, like if iCarly was made today and you're like, oh, it wouldn't be good because it's I mean, made that's for exactly what it is. Children, yeah. And I, I think we but all it's thought made it was going to be like... Yeah, I get, yeah, but it isn't made for adults because it's PG, so, like, they can't really say anything, but then they're trying to be, like, winking towards adults. It just is, like... Yeah. It wasn't awful. Like, it's not terrible. It just it wasn't, like, something I wanted to put time into watching, and there's so many good things out yeah. there to watch. Yeah. Yeah, like Ted Lasso. Seems... And you could just watch the old iCarly if you needed it so bad. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Um, and I have one more thing that yeah. I want to talk about, but I'll save it for my recommendation. Oh, mm. I even forgot that we do those. Do we have any? Do we have any other culture? I know we've talked. We've talked about so much today. Um, but I think that's like pretty much it because we had a lot to cover. This is going to be a mini episode pre our twenty. We're starting a mini series. <laughs> we love mini series so much. Guys, I had such a good idea. Do you know how we talked about maybe doing a spinoff podcast where we just talk about, like, songs or something like that? I thought, have you, do you know the song Lucky by Britney Spears? Either of you? Lucky I'm in love with my best friend. No. Yeah, that's no, what I it makes me think of. She's on Yeah, it's basically that, that about a pop star named Lucky that's, like, really unhappy with her fame. And it's really mm-hmm. poignant because it's 
related right. to her life, and I thought that would be such a good episode to do, like go into how what that song means now. But whatever. Like as a mini episode. Yeah, I should have talked about this with the Britney stuff, but um, do we want to do <laughs> that recommendations? That was a big technical. Whoopsie. I'd love to do a rec. I have. I'm very excited about my rec. Why don't you go first then? Okay, fine. So my rec. <laughs> I know exactly is what, what it is. I know exactly what it is. Okay, it's okay. That show. <laughs> okay, okay. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> my rec is probably one of my favorite comedy shows ever. Sketch. Probably my favorite sketch comedy show ever. I think you should leave. Season two is out. And I have only watched the first episode, On but Netflix. I loved last season. I loved the last season. It's Tim Robinson's show. Local Michigander. We love him. Um, and he's just like, oh my God. I can't even explain it. He's such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like the jokes are like, I don't know. Well, I'm going to draw this into Conan. Did you guys hear on Las Culturistas them talking about Conan? Conan's last episode, he's like, the sweet spot is finding that 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 line between stupidity and smartness, like just pure dumbness. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he does that so well. It's yeah. all like just so goofy. And we got Patty Harrison is a writer on it, and she's in a couple sketches. Sam, uh, Sam Richardson, who we love. We That's love. Tim Robinson's best friend. They thing. came up together in comedy. Um, Today is Tim, love. Tim Heidecker's in this season. We got Will Forte. All these good, good goodies. Um, <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of, like, Tim and Eric stuff, which I've always liked. Um, just that kind of bizarre, like, comedy. Um, but anyways, I really love it. It's just goofy and fun. It's and one of the best Netflix original creations. Oh, totally. And this is like, you know it's good because every comedian loves it. Like, they're always like, this is one of the best out there. Oh, you yeah. know? So, I love it. And you guys should watch it. There's a lot of goodies. I've I don't have Netflix, with you. but... It's funny. Yeah. It is I'll funny. have to. I'll have to get well, a screener of it. Well, last Screen. season, the best sketch, my favorite sketch from last season, was Patty Harrison's when um, she's talking about this printer in the office. Yeah. Um, I'll have to send you that specific sketch because it's so funny. I remember watching. I was it at the beginning you. of my love for her. I love the one where he's dressed up as a hot dog and the hot dog car <laughs> crashes into the store and he's like, who did this? Everyone yeah. close your eyes and you can just leave. Whoever did this, we you, we forgive you. And they're like, you clearly did this. Your dress is a hot dog. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> All the sketches are pretty much about his character taking things too far. And that's why it's called I Think You Should Leave. He just pushes it and pushes it and pushes it. And everyone around him is like, what the hell are you doing? Like... Yeah, like the one about his friend um, didn't like his gift, so he made him eat the receipt or something. Yeah, there was, was poop so on the receipt because he didn't wash his hands, and then he died. It was really, it's just like really bizarre. <laughs> it's so stupid, but so good. Yeah. Cam, what's your rec? Okay, well, my rec is something that we've kind of talked about already, but my recommendation Olympics. is just gymnastics. <laughs> Um, And specifically, um, if you're really into gymnastics and every single person you talk to around Olympic times is, oh, I love the gymnastics. And then for me, I think that means I can talk about my specifics, go into like, I probably every single team at the Olympics memorize. Like I know who's on it and I'm like very into gymnastics. But then they're like, oh, like Simone did that vault and it's underrated. And I'm like, okay, can we have a more nuanced conversation? (laughs) So I would want to recommend a (laughs) podcast called Gymcast. Um, and they're doing a lot of beginner type of introductory episodes. This is when I got into gymnastics really heavily was in 2016. Um, and that's when I started listening to Gymcastic and I've become a stan ever since. And, and you guys don't even understand how much he's into it. Yeah. He is pays really, for it. Really I do. He pays I, for the I podcast. We, I went yeah. to, it's free, but I, I went to a, a Michigan one with him. I know. Remember when we went to that Michigan men's one? Yeah. Yeah, that we were out and we were out enjoying our time in New York, and Cam was like, "I have to get home. Olympic trials is on for gymnastics." <laughs> yeah, so Cam, um, and he taught me 
Takachev. Yes. Ariel. Yes. Well, Ariel. Yurchenko. Okay. Cartwheel. Yurchenko. Good oh, job. I meant to say Ar- I meant to say Arabian. Arabian. I meant Good to job. say Arabian. Good job. Cam, um, what's that twist that they were doing that's rated too too high? Oh, wolf turns. They're wolf not. Turns. Oh God, the wolf turns. Yeah. They're not hard. They're not hard. Come on. Um. They're I, rated way too high. I also want to say, if anyone needs, if anyone wants an episode or a mini segment or just an explainer on the Olympic team and why there's like two extra individual specialists, let me know. I'm, I've explained it to many people at this point. And everyone says that I do a good job explaining it, so I would love to. Yeah, I hope one day. I hope one day you get to become like um, a commentator on that kind of stuff. Me too. Thank you. Would you like that? I would love that. It'd be really fun. It's a little bit of a niche job, but niche yeah that's true but maybe you can make it popular i hope i hope i can be um the biggest gymnastics uh commentator star that's ever lived i think you will be <laughs> that has never done gymnastics okay well yeah, I'm sure well cam and jacob are taking an adult gymnastics yeah we're gonna do a tumbling class <laughs> hell yeah i love that jvn vibes i can't wait just to kidding. see you oh i also around. just bought tickets to go see that gymnastics tour that they do after the olympics on the day before halloween in newark new jersey i didn't know they do that yeah it's oh my gosh. usually sponsored so by usa gymnastics but simone was like i'm not gonna do that so i'm gonna do my own and everyone's going on hers and not doing they're not doing the usa gymnastics one now because everyone wanted to go good so what is, do they is it like a concert where they just do flips and stuff yeah and oh, everyone like does stars on ice? no one actually does any flips except for simone because everyone did you go last time? No. Um, no? Because I went to some of the meets last time, but... Or, no, I didn't. I, I've been to some of the meets, but not the last Olympics. <laughs> no, he didn't. But, um... <laughs> he catches himself lying. Everyone does, like, just, Cam, where are you like, lying? cartwheels and, like, front handsprings, and then Simone does actual <laughs> stuff because she's a Simone. Do they not want to get injured? Yeah, that? people... Like, what's it's deal? just... It's like they do, like, 40 dates in two months. It's just too much on their bodies. Gotcha. Uh, then what's the point? Yeah, they're getting paid anyways. Jeez, I didn't know they were touring. Yeah, so um, it's well, called that's exciting, it's Cam. called Gold Over America Tour because it stands for goat, and Simone's the goat. Oh, I like that. I don't like she the name, but I like that goat. it's goat. <laughs> they should have just yeah. called it the and goat. And like her tour. little slip-ons. Yeah. And her little slip-ons that had a goat on it. Yeah, they should have just called it the goat tour. They, they should, should call her goat girl. Goat girl. <laughs> <laughs> um so my recommendation mm, i'm doing the maggie thing where i look around my apartment to see what i can recommend (laughs) Mm, i have a i have a reverse (laughs) recommendation too just a quick one a reverse what What does that mean oh please never watch if you don't want to be bored out of your mind and confused the Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos. Terrible now, you know, movie. I was excited because I love Yorgos. Yorgos' work, The Favorite, is one of my one of my the favoriteest movies. <laughs> and I've heard The Lobster is good. But um, this movie was ass. It was ass. It was so boring. <laughs> and they Nicole just, Kidman it was and so Colin slow. Firth are in it. Farrell. Farrell. Colin Farrell. Farrell. <laughs> um, we always get this mixed up. <laughs> Remember, he's so the one that has all the hair because he's feral, like an uh, animal. And he's Irish, and you say feral. Feral. Um, I don't know. But um, it was so bad. It was, terrible. like, so slow. And then when stuff started to actually happen, none of it made sense. And then they, di- they didn't explain anything. I have to, like, watch a video explaining it. It was so stupid, and I'm mad that I... We wanted a scary movie that was, like, a thriller, too, and something kind of different. And so we put that on, and it was bad. It was bad. That's always a That's my reverse recommendation. Um, so my recommendation is I've been getting really into, okay, so I had been listening to Crime Junkie, which is like a very famous podcast, mm-hmm. but it gets, it's been getting really annoying. Like the girls <laughs> and the way they tell stories have been getting on my nerves I've heard they're annoying. a lot lately. And it's like stupid because like one girl is the friend and the other girl is clearly in charge and she like tells right, the right, whole story right. and the other girl is supposed to act as like an idiot to and she know, goes ask, what really yeah to ask the questions that like we're, we might be thinking so that the girl can explain it more. I've seen TikToks about that. It's so They're stupid. Like, we She's hate like, her. Wow. They're like wow, but that means. But does that, that, and that, and that? And they're just asking a bunch of stupid questions, stupid and it's just idiots. getting on my nerves. And they also have been caught, like, plagiarizing stories a lot of the times, like, word for word. 
okay. from like other podcasts and articles and stuff like that. Like they do their research, but they also like plagiarize word for word a lot and don't give credit. And so mm-hmm. I've kind of stopped yeah. listening to them. And I found this YouTube channel. This girl, she has five million subscribers. Her name is Bailey Sarian, and she does a makeup look while she tells a story but she tells it in such like a casual way you feel like you're listening to like gossip in the neighborhood the way she's like don't you think that's like kind of weird she's like i don't know if i did this like they're just dumb like (laughs) it's just funny the way she talks about it while she does her makeup and so it's like entertaining and not as annoying as the podcast and i've watched probably like five or six episodes um in the past like day or two and she does like famous cases as well as like lesser known ones like she did John Benet Ramsey um <laughs> Gypsy Rose which is why I said free Gypsy Rose <laughs> Kate stands Gypsy Rose um, and <laughs> I do a really good impression um and like Charles Manson and stuff like that but it's just really mm-hmm. good and I would recommend that to any true crime lover <clears throat> Thank you for that. I think we need a variety of things on this show. We got sports, we got comedy, we got crime. We got it all. Why don't we have more listeners? Yeah, listen. Yeah, what the hell? Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your acquaintances. Tell people you yes. hate about our podcast. Yeah, because maybe they'll like us. Yeah. Um, well, we will be back next week with a full special episode, our 25th. This is 24 Woo! and a half. Um, <laughs> but with our 25th episode, which will be something that Kate has been waiting for since before we started the podcast. Nicole can oh, yeah. clap. Yay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, follow us on Instagram at culture countdown and, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Love <laughs> you guys. You about Twitter? No, I gave up on the Twitter long ago. Oh. Shout out to Army. Shout out to Army. Not Hammer. Shout out to the cult member. <laughs> okay, bye. Army, guys. not Hammer. Goodbye. Bye.